Hello, and welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Can you hear the smile on my face? I'm so excited to talk about this today. I've had so much fun putting this one together. So this is how it started. I was deep, deep into thought. Yep, I was thinking about all those people in my life who don't put the toilet seat lid down before they flush. Suddenly, my mouth was ajar and I was gasping for air when it hit my noggin how many people I know that always leave the toilet lid up. And I was like, first of all, we all carry cell phones in our pockets. How many people have an incidence when they've dropped their phone into the toilet? I haven't yet. You know why? I put the seat down and everyone in my family knows that seat lid goes down before you flush. Because when you flush, all that fumy, germy things come up and they swirl in the air in your bathroom. So if you have an exposed toothbrush, if you have a freshly cleaned hand towel, all of it is getting the germs. Think about that one for a minute. Yeah, I did. I didn't think about it for just one minute. I thought about it so much, it let me down a rabbit hole discussion in my head, whether or not I'm the weird one. And maybe this is just another one of my quirks. Or are all the toilet lid lever uppers about to perish in an untimely death from the lack of leveraging that seat in its downward position? I don't know, but it's it's a thing now. It's a thing because I just shared it with you. I'll be the first to admit I am quirky and I have no shame in that game. So welcome to the episode of Quirks, where we are listing all of, or not all, how about just many of mine and many of my listeners as well. Let's define quirks. According to Merriam-Webster, quirky means unusual in especially an interesting or appealing way. Hmm, that sounds special. That could be a lot of things. So here's some that got going. Um, I had this friend about, let's say, third, fourth grade that could not, this gal could not go over a bridge like a normal person. She had to hold her breath until the car arrived on the other side. Whew, I tried that for a while. I gave up. So, and we didn't, and we lived in Northwest Indiana. There's not a lot of bridges, but maybe a lot of over railroad tracks. So they're not like huge bridges, right? But think about that one. If you lived somewhere like in the Florida Keys, or if you lived in San Francisco, um, maybe Minnesota, where there's lots of lakes and things and lots of bridges. Yeah, that could be like, you could be a serious holder brother person, and that might not be a bad thing. But I gave up. About the same, same about the same time as that, I had a different friend who had to lift her legs when going over a railroad track. So I did that for a while too. I, I think it was something to do with the dead coming alive or something, but that one's really hard to do when you learn how to drive. And at that point, I just kind of gave up because I'm like, you know what, dead, come and get me because I got to have my feet on the ground if I'm touching pedals and things like that. So that, well, that one then made me think of my daughter, Abby. Sorry, Abs, going to tell him she really has a hard time going under bridges, especially if there's trains going over overhead. Um, I just sort of laugh. I think it's cute. But I mean, I kind of get it. But when was the last time you heard about a train collapsing a bridge and crushing a car underneath it? Like that's I don't know that that's ever happened. Maybe somewhere apologize for the helicopter overhead. There seems to be a plethora of them here in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's a non-stop all the time kind of thing. Okay. So as I was reaching out to lots of people to just say, hey, what are some of your quirks? And 
they were, you know, had to really kind of think for a minute until I tell them this one. So my sister-in-law, Cindy, you've heard her on a podcast or two. She likes to smell her belly button fuzz after she picks it out. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, if you must. It's kind of like me smelling my ear earring hole. I had a friend, Tanya, in high school that showed me how to do that one. So when you're when you get your ears pierced, you have to put alcohol in like every day and you like turn them, whatever. Well, you know, eventually the hole does dry up and it's skin in there and you can leave your earrings out for some time. But when you take that earring out, if they've been in there for a while, there's like this goop, like this goo that just sort of lives in there. So you kind of like squeeze it out like a zit and she would smell it. So guess who does that now on pretty much every single time I change my earrings? Yep. Yours truly. Me. It's disgusting. I don't know why I do it, but I still haven't stopped that one. So my feet will be down when I cross the tracks and my breath will be going while I cross a bridge. But however, when I squeeze the goop out of my earring holes, I will be smelling it. So, okay. So let me just, let's just dig the dirt on me for a minute. I, I have mentioned some of these in a previous episode and I guess they can be considered quirks. I think a lot of them are efficient like making only right-hand turns when running errands to save gas and time. Why is that quirky? Apparently some people think I'm nuts for that, but I kind of like it. Um, my kids don't like that I have to have the spoons in the dishwasher not touch. Now, they can touch like handles. They can touch maybe the tips, but they cannot be like when you lay your your silverware in the drawer, like you stack them, right? Well, if that same stacking position is now in the downward position of a dishwasher and your dishwasher isn't some Megatron thing that can like lift them and spin them individually, they're going to stay stuck together, which means one side of each spoon is not actually getting clean. So again, is that quirky? I don't think so. I think that's just strategic and smart. Yeah. Okay. We'll debate it. Um, I do have a strange obsession. I will say this. My kids can can relax on this one. I am aware that I have a weird thing with paper towels. I really love trees. Maybe that's where it stems from. I I love bounty towels. I'm really okay with a good Viva towel here from time to time. They absorb so much. They're super useful. They're sanitary. I love them, but I also like to cherish them, I guess, and I will reuse them. If it's just water that I'm cleaning up, it will be dried out, squeezed out, and used again. If I'm like wiping down something greasy, but only use like the tip or a little bit of the paper towel, I will use it again on something that is of similar usage. I won't like clean a dish with that greasy side, but I'll do something again to make full use of the paper towel. Save the trees. Give me one for that one. Okay, this one's a little gross, but back in college when I was taking a sustainability class, we were trying to figure out ways of helping the earth and saving the environment, kind of like my right-hand turns, you know, less gas, less emissions, all that jazz. Well, another one, and the kids absolutely hate it, is sometimes if I'm home alone, which is so rare, um, I would pee and leave it. Obviously, I'd shut the lid because, you know, I have a lid issue, but I'd pee and leave it. If I number two, no, I'd flush it pee and leave it for the next pee, and then I'd flush it. Like, I'd like to double up, right? Save the water, save the trees. These are things that are very, very, very important to my life. All right, the last one that I'm going to leave you with me. 
Oh, I have a thing with even numbers. So much so that when my third child was born, I was at the hospital. I went into full-on labor about 9, 9.30 at night. By the time we get to the hospital, we get settled, checked in. My doctor's there. She's checking me. She's like, you're 100% effaced, fully dilated. It's time. It's go time, girl. And I looked at the clock and I said, no, it ain't. Today is the 17th. He will not be born today. And she just kind of looked at me like I was whack. I get it. I've seen it before. I know what the face looks like. I said, it's sorry. So about 11, 11, 15-ish, she asked if she could break my water. I said, fine by me, but this baby is not being pushed out until midnight. And that's exactly what I did. It, min- it was midnight. I looked at the clock. She looked at me. Two pushes later, out, 12.02, baby born on the 18th. That's how serious I am about even numbers. In fact, let's talk about this one. I'm going to jump around a little bit, so bear with me. I got this one today from my daughter's best friend that her grandmother counts her words and won't end a sentence in an odd number. That's odd. How does one even do that? Like, I've said several sentences to you already, and I have no idea what my word count is. How do you do that? Okay, here's another crazy one from that same friend. Her sister-in-law types out her conversations with her hands as she's talking, as if she's typing it at the same time. (laughs) That's, That's fun. That's just plain fun. And if I saw her do it, her name is Michelle, I would hug her, make her stop, laugh at her a little, and then continue the conversation. That's adorable. Um, And and my daughter's very good friend also likes even numbers and likes to divide those even numbers. So if like gas is like 244, it's suddenly $1.22 in her head, even though she knows it's really 244. So see, I'm not the only one with a numbers thing. This is, I'm totally normal. I get it now. I'm totally normal. All right. Changing topics a little bit. We've got some people out there that need a bathtub that is freshly cleaned, cannot get in an unsanitary feet printed extra hair and pubes from the last shower before they take a bath. Totally get that one as well. I am I am perfectly okay with that. I think that's not even like that's that's like the toilet lid thing down. That's super sanitary. And I love that one. But how about do your sheets need to be at the very edge of the top of the mattress before getting in for the night? Yeah, okay. I think that's stretching now the quirky line. I have a cousin who has to have everything at the dinner table perfectly aligned. The menu, the silverware, his personal phone, but has zero other OCD intricacies in anywhere else in his life. It just happens to be at dinner at the table. Hmm. I would say that's that's pushing the borderline uh, quirkiness right there. All right. Shout out to my favorite cousin-in-law and should just be one of my sisters, Adrian. Love her and love all of her examples. So here are a few. This poor child must have very clean feet before getting into bed. Even if she showered, got to clean them just or not showered or showered or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She has to clean her feet. Okay. All right. I can respect that. It's a little strange. It's a little time consuming, but I love it. This one makes me want to just hug her over the phone. She quivers and cries when she sees roadkill. It's like uncontrollable, like shaking kind of stuff. So that to me sounds like maybe something happened in a past life or something. And because like she's not a hunter. I don't know why roadkill would cause a person to do that. Maybe she's just not telling me that she had an incident years ago where she 
produce some roadkill of her own. I know I'm guilty of that. And I did cry for a very long time. And I do now swerve uncontrollably out of the way for birds in the street. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Also, chewing and listening to dogs drink water, she has to leave the room. It can't handle it. It's just loud. Loud noises of the chewing and the... Oh, so that goes to the meat thing. Oh, let's talk about the meat thing. So she she has to use her hands when eating meat. And she is unabashedly unashamed of this, even in a restaurant. Totally cool with it. If it has any kind of fat or it's a bad piece of meat, she will pick it out. She will not eat it. She will even trash a $12 sandwich if it is too fatty or gross looking and the meat looks disgusting. I mean, she's got a plan and she's sticking to it. Totally okay. Um, okay, I've got this one too. This is annoying. Like, I love a good back rub. Oh, I love a good massage. Who doesn't love a good massage? And and I love my husband deeply. But when sometimes, maybe he's just distracted watching a ball game while I'm asking him to like get that spot in my shoulder or something. But they'll they'll like repet that re- repetitious rubbing on one spot on your skin when you don't like move your hand around and you just keep pressing in it like just repeatedly just repeatedly it's not even like you're trying to get the knot like you just kind of just keep oh it's annoying just thinking about it i can't i literally my brain is like hurting right now adrian i'm with you on that one um this is something that i'm not as familiar with is the never ha- uh, loving to shower and never feeling clean enough shaving your legs every single day because she doesn't like the stubble under the sheets and then completely lubes her body with lotion head to toe every single day by golly girl i want a hug it just sounds so smooth and luxurious makes me love you all the more thank you for sharing with me Oh, my dear sister, my dear sister who likes to blow her nose and look in the tissue at your boogers. My husband does the same and it drives me mad. It's gross. Snot it out. Throw it away. Don't look at it. Oh, don't look at it. She also has to reset the speedometer every time she gets gas. Hmm. Okay, fine. And then this one, Katie, you and I, we are so alike. In the shopping cart, while you're shopping, produce must go with produce and be taken care of, like in the basket where it's not going to get crushed by cans and then boxed and canned goods go down below and kind of like in a row and not with bread underneath and eggs and things like that. I've seen so many shoppers do that and it does it. I have to look away. I don't understand how people do life at all. How do you put your socks and shoes on every day? If you're going to put your bread underneath a canned good, I mean, seriously, or a gallon of milk. I've seen people smush like super soft cookie bags and chip bags with a gallon of milk. I'm like, what are you doing? All it takes is like a second to like shove that stuff over or or stack it neatly. This is why I think I was such a good ship shoppers because people knew I was taking extra special care with their groceries, not just even how I bagged them, but how I shop for them. Like I was very particular and it doesn't it doesn't take any more time. It's just an operational, like organizational kind of thing. But once you get in the groove of it, it's it's genius. Yeah. All right, Tracy, I'm so sorry that my sister has stopped you from compulsively mixing things up. I'm so sorry my sister loses her shit on you. I'm so sorry. I love you. I love you. Oh, all right. 
So that's about it, guys. I am I love these quirks. Oh no. Let's do let's 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 talk about this. If you've ever had a traumatic experience, I do believe I know that this leads to other sort of quirky things in life. So Daniel, dear dear Daniel, poor, poor, poor baby Daniel. When he was a boy, they had a mouse. And they showed Daniel what the mouse trap looked like. And they explained how a mouse trap works. And they put that mouse trap down. Later he found out that they indeed did catch a mouse. So he's putting all these things together without even seeing it. I don't think he even saw it. He went to his bed. He laid down, imagined himself as a little mouse, and imagined himself popping out of that mouse trap. And then he used that as a like a release mechanism later in life when he was feeling sort of trapped or frustrated. He would just go to his bed and curl up in a ball and then pop out. I think that's beautiful. I think we all need to sort of have our anxious situations and make sense of them in some way. So a lot of these that we talked about, I think, did derive from some sort of like, I don't know, maybe a mean teacher we had that made us put the toilet lid seat down. I don't know where all of these come from exactly, but I know we all have them. I know we all share in the comedy of some of them and in the tragedy of some of them. Here's here's just a glimpse of what quirks look like. So this episode was so much fun. I loved all the input I got from friends and family. So now you tell me, what are your quirks? I would love, love, love to hear some of them as nothing is too quirky for me, obviously. Let's do a part two of a quirky episode. Listen up to the next episode when we chat about expectations and how to roll with the flow. I would love for you to rate and review the show, share with a friend and spread the love. Leave a comment on Instagram with show ideas, questions, or comments, or email me at a to z with amyz at gmail.com. And if you love what you hear and you want more, consider buying me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash a to z with amyz. Bye-bye.